0: Welcome my friends to Lonica Talks USA. This is the place where you can have your voice be heard. We have a live chat for the people watching live. You can leave your comments there, or maybe you watch it a little bit later. You can leave your ideas and comments in the video below. But the cool thing is if you're live, we can all chat in real time and then you'll be part of this video. If you really want to be part of this video and you want me to say something or answer your question. That's why we have the super chat. This is also a way to support me and my work. Again, this is an English live chat because on Saturdays we do it in English for all my English speaking friends. Most people speak English. And then on Sundays I always have a Dutch live stream. So tomorrow for my Dutch friends, please join that as well. The elections in the Netherlands are coming up and we have a lot to talk about. But I also want to welcome my, um, Big love, Dirk Forest. He's with me today and he will say hi, maybe or not.
1: (laughs) I'm here. I was checking the sound.
0: Great. How's the sound? It's good. Oh, great. And my dog is also here. You might see him along the, you know, one hour or two hours. Depends how many uh, people are watching and super chats, you know, how long we're going to continue talking, but my dog will be here somewhere. You'll see him. And I want to welcome you for watching. We're going to talk about the cancel culture. It continues. We have heard in America that Dr. Seuss is not okay anymore. No more green eggs and ham. Um, this is a book. And uh, Dr. Seuss is an um, author that writes, you know, the everybody knows the Grinch Stole Christmas. That's one of the stories. But there's a lot of children's books that... Kids in America grow up on. And for me as a Dutch person, I did not grow up on it, but I'm just starting to imagine it as um, maybe my favorite novel from the Netherlands, which is Pinkeltje. It's about a little tiny, yeah, what is it? Uh, gnome. And then maybe that should be canceled because we cannot talk that way about small people anymore. So I'm, you know, just weird. If you're the things you grew up on as a young person, it, that would be deleted, that would be crazy, right? So I imagine that that is what a lot of Americans uh, feel because, of course, some books are considered racist to some, others never thought about it, they just thought it was a nice story and apparently six books have been banned at certain places, but then because this cancel culture, and this is something we're going to talk about, is cancel culture, we can cancel it. And the way you do that is to show people that it's not okay to cancel things. What happened with the Dr. Seuss books, the people started buying them online and the prices went up and it showed that there's a big market for these books. That's how you do it. Another toy that was canceled was uh, Mr. Potato head that people were talking about that should be gender neutral. What I noticed is when this discussion about gender or race. It's always to the benefit of the person that's complaining. So if we want everything gender neutral, then everything that's needs to be gender neutral. But if they suddenly want to talk about women's rights, then suddenly we have to make things, you know, bring more women into a company or, you know, it's whatever they decide. And that's what cancel culture does. The people that support this movement, some say it's not a movement, it's just an idea, it's a thought that everybody can... You know, be part of is that they um, just feel that whenever they they don't like something, they they speak out. And normally in America, American companies don't like customers complaining. So if one person or one group starts complaining about something, they're more going. You know, there's more chance they're going to just listen to them because they want to be uh, friendly to the customers. They want to have good customer service. But most people, they just sit back and they just, you know, want to be left alone and they just want to live their lives and they just buy the stuff that they like. And if you don't like something, you move on, which is a natural way. But now suddenly they see things being cancelled that they like and they don't like it. Normally they wouldn't even, you know, get involved with activism or so. But now they feel like I have to. They have to. And that's why I also started the cancel culture movement There's actually more people that are joining it. It's not like I own the word or whatever. It's just that I made this design and it's a way for you to all support my work. You can find the sweaters. I see a lot of people that have uh, received their sweaters. They are proudly going out. like Elia, as you can see, he's happy with his sweater. I really like the blue color. It really comes off really well on the screen. And um, I have a special black edition which my sister wanted. She wanted to have the cancel cancel culture on the back. So I made that as well. I see Aline. She's wearing the green one. The regular sweater. Really nice. And uh, my sister wanted to get the one with the, all blacked out. In the back it says cancel cancel culture. This is with my niece Lux. And the front says it's a black and white version. So now you have more visuals of what it looks like. And this is a way for you you know, like I said before, to, to be out there and say, you know what? Everybody should have their own opinion. If you don't like something, you can cancel it, um, if yourself, but you don't have to tell other people that they should erase something like take a book off the shelves or tell people that they are not cool and not okay. If, if, uh, they buy or still are part of it. That's not, it's, it's a little dangerous if you continue doing that because now we have this whole movement. That people are starting to do it against the cancel culture, which that's this saying the cancel cancel culture. And this is what the whole video is about today. So we also will talk more about America and stuff, but this is very big deal in America right now. Everything is being canceled left and right. And the people that would never be bothered with it, they are starting to be part of it. And I even heard that Donald Trump Jr. was saying, you know what? If you start going after all these people that their book deals have to be cancelled, maybe now you should recall the book of Cuomo, the book that he wrote talking about how great New York City was doing and New York State was doing with COVID. Well, we already know now that 15,000 people died in nursing homes because of his executive order of sending people back to the nursing homes. And we still don't know the real numbers and what really happened. We just know a lot is coming out. But it's being overshadowed by a lot of sexual allegations that suddenly all appear. And you even hear people saying, yeah, if a fourth person comes out, because there's already three women, but if a fourth person comes out, then he has to resign. Well, for me, if if someone... Um, it's a very touchy subject because we've... And also in my own um, experience, there's also fake stories, there're real stories. So what I always say is... It needs to be investigated and I want to stay out of it until it's investigated. Cause it's very dangerous to have an opinion and start canceling people. If there's no criminal there's, you know, you go after it's like trial by media that, that the media decides to cancel people and put a sticker on them. Like you're a bad person because these accusations, and to me, it also comes across a little weird that, you know, it comes out now, but he should maybe resign because of this stupid executive order. That's like the biggest reason I think. So what I, um, I noticed, I'm sitting a little lower today because I'm sitting not on my usual towel. So when you think that I maybe, I didn't shrink, I just, I'm not sitting on my usual towel. Um, that's also still on my Amazon wishlist, that seat. So I have a better seat. If you wanna help me out, I see everybody. Green with ham. So, yeah, I see the last one by Martijn. I see a comment saying that people should wake up and think for yourself. And of course you need to do that. And if you want to go somewhere and you have made your decision that that's, you know, good company to work for, to buy stuff from, you should do it. Don't let anybody tell you what to do or what not to do. But the cancel cancel culture stands for, I don't want to be involved with this whole cancel culture or... It is to cancel the whole culture, meaning we're going to do the same thing to you. So you think you're going to be all great and, um, you know, screaming on the top of your lungs to cancel certain books and to, to go after certain people, because you don't like what they're saying. You don't want to have a normal conversation. You don't want their opinion to be heard by anybody so they can make up their own mind. Um... What you see now, just saying that, you know, Cuomo needs to, his book deal needs to be canceled. So what is going to happen when they are all doing that? Then everybody's going to cancel everybody. And then what is left is just a mediocre bunch of books, mediocre toys, mediocre everything. Because what it feels like is that they want to erase history. And you need to learn from history. You need to know your history. You need to make sure it never happens again you cannot erase history.
1: You learn the most by exploring the edge cases. Everything in the middle is already there. It's already boring. It's already explained. It's the edge cases that have to be investigated. And that's the exactly the people that they are silencing now. In my opinion.
0: Yeah, and also the culture. Just the, the traditions. The Dr. Seuss. Um, the, you know, just like that movie, The Grinch Stole Christmas. Is... Part of American tradition and it's the same as that they want to delete Donald Trump from Home Alone, the Christmas movie, um, I think it was Home Alone 2 and everybody liked it that Trump would walk in Plaza Hotel when Macaulay Culkin would just walk by and ask for the directions. And, uh, now because they just don't like Trump anymore, it has to be erased, but it's just a personal thing with these people. But do we want everybody that we don't like to be erased? It's also, you know, it depends also what the allegation is. If there are people are, um, in the court system have been on trial and have been maybe received a sentence or have been, um, A case has been dismissed. I think that's why we have the judiciary system. We need to make sure that everybody is going to, you know, get the fair day in court. You cannot just listen to the media and make up your mind. It can form your opinion, but it shouldn't. You should wait. And that's what I did an interview yesterday. Some people, my Dutch friends, they know that... Um, yeah, I, I spoke about, um, everything happening here in America and I asked people in Dutch and I also will do it in this video about cancel culture is the outrage level is so high. People are so upset. People are just reacting without thinking it's dangerous right now. It's only canceling things, but what if they go like what they're trying to do? They want to cancel also Trump supporters and they want to put them out away, like domestic terrorists. And even Christopher Wray, uh was speaking in the Congress this week. He was testifying. And basically, it's not like... He was talking about the rise of domestic terrorism. But it wasn't linked to Black Lives Matter or Antifa, or all these people that did all these riots and stuff um, across America. I know it was more that you know, domestic terrorists, the Trump supporters, what happened at the Capitol, which was not okay. That That is, uh, for some reason, linked, they want to link it to 74 million Americans that have voted for President Trump. And which, to me, are very normal people that would actually want to be left alone. But they are being dragged into this whole discussion. And the thing is that these people just, you know, they can... If you leave them alone, they, you won't have any issue with them. Uh, but if you start harassing them, they are going to defend themselves. And what do you want? What do you want? Do you want, um, unrest? We don't want that. We didn't want all the riots and everything in New York and in Portland and Seattle and all over America. We didn't want that either. And it feels like some people just want to put oil on the fire and it's not okay. So what I always tell people is relax, take it easy. Just make sure that you watch as many. Videos, live streams, watch it yourself or do like me, go out and speak to people, go to the streets when there's a protest, listen to what is being said. You cannot trust the media. Um, you have to trust your own eyes and. If you watch live streams, you can hear what people are saying and you need to really be your independent investigator. It's time in, it's, we are in a a war of ideology, meaning also what information is being given to you. The war of information actually, where the big tech companies, they are... Deciding if something is okay or not, if some information, medical information, is okay or not, sometimes they even censor doctors, like licensed doctors, because they don't share the same narrative. They also show political uh, things. They they um, shadow ban certain people. They lower the reach of people just to influence the elections. And basically, that is what is happening in influencing people's and decisions and. We hear a lot about uh, people that maybe would have voted differently if the media didn't do that and the big tech didn't do that. So it is the new way of how this world is, uh, yeah, what is happening. And um, you need to just do your own research and spend all your time instead of watching, you know, a lot of junk on TV or people that want to be woke and all these that need to have half of the actors a certain amount of uh, women or black people or just do research on the topics and issues because it really makes a difference if the whole um, the people are if the people are informed well or if they just don't know and they can decide or vote. You know, it's better that they know what's going on. Because then you're not shocked and upset when you realize that certain things are not happening, even though now everybody in America, for instance, gets the $1,400, it's not what people that voted for Biden expected and hoped for. Many people, there's a lot of decisions that he's been taking, even when it comes to energy, like fracking. And I knew that this would happen because I followed everything. But many people are like, no, he lied. It wasn't true. He said he wasn't going to ban fracking and now they want to do that. So it's all these little things. You need to do your research beforehand because then you're not upset or shocked when something happens. The same as four years ago when um, Donald Trump won, he there was there was a lot of people were upset. They were shocked that Clinton didn't win. Well, if you listen to me, you would have known that Trump would win. but um, everybody was shocked. They thought it was not possible. Not one media outlet was like, there's a big chance. Yeah, one in the Netherlands, I know that um, one in the Netherlands was uh, Robert Jensen. he was the only one that went all around America and said there's a big chance that Trump would win. But then the others didn't. they were all obsessed and in love with uh, Clinton. I see that uh, Dirk is showing a video of uh, or an article about the border crisis because that's also happening in America.
1: No, this this was the fact that he is making some very unpopular decisions. Not only with, it doesn't matter which political side you lean to. His, not everybody like, a lot of people are unhappy with him at the moment.
0: Yeah, but then. The media will say all nice things about him to influence people's opinion that that it's all okay and that it's normal that he um, signed into uh, order all these executive orders, these over fifty two. And uh, even though last year he said that if people, if a president is signing all these executive orders, that is like ruling like a dictator. So, but the other thing is that. They want to be very tough on the people living in America. Like you, you know, they want to keep the masks on. They want all the states to be closed. Uh, Another, that's one thing. But also at the border, there's more and more people coming from South America that want to come in. And they even had like a photo op where they suddenly all were wearing uh, t-shirts with Biden Harris and uh, let us in or something like that. So there is money behind it even. But why are they coming? Because they heard Biden speak like they all, that the the extreme uh, border patrol by uh, by President Trump is not going to continue. So that's why all these refugees and these people come and it's causing issues. And that's, they were very upset with President Trump with uh, children in cages. And now they are in certain special facilities. They don't call it cages anymore, but there's a lot of kids in... Um, but instead of caged boxes it's now boxed cages so nothing has changed and some things have become even worse but it's something we have to deal with Biden is in the White House and yeah I the only thing I notice is that the gas prices are going up something that uh, was very nice under President Trump that the gas prices were low but they're expecting them to rise even more and it's really sad that that is what ha- what is happening. That for the people that just want to live, you know, their lives and just need gas to go somewhere in America. It's a big country. You need your car. Some people even have a plane to go from one place to another. But um, yeah, they have to pay more money, and that means there's less money to do other things. So this can this can also stall the economy at some point. Like these little things can make a difference. Um, it just erases
1: a big chunk of the fourteen hundred dollars support that our people are receiving.
0: Yes, also that it's the little things that can end up being the big things, and also the. So what what can we do with the cancel culture? How can we stop this? Because I know Dutch people are watching too. So tomorrow I have my Dutch chat. So join me there as well. But everything that happens in America a few years later comes to the Netherlands and Europe so you have to prepare because this is we they already see it with a few uh, things with a, a few traditions that are being cancelled but it will go crazy like statues that have to be eliminated because they don't suddenly don't like that person
1: I actually think Holland is ahead of the US in, it is? in, in, in with this subject yeah why do you think Th- that they're canceling street names they are canceling children's parties they are uh, the the the, the, the oh, corruption yeah. within the government. Christmas it's is
0: called Winter Fest, Winter Party. Yeah, and they it, it's but in uh, Europe it's also because of changing um, dynamic when it comes to religious and cultural. You know, more people from Muslim country, uh, Muslim um, ideology.
1: It's just an excuse because the people that are interviewed on the street that are from a different religion they really don't care they don't care at all same as in I- here in new york if you ask people if they're offended by M- merry christmas people don't care
0: normally they don't care but now they have to get involved because their favorite children's books will otherwise not be available anymore for their children and it's being if you still have a copy then it's going to be why are you reading this to your child this is racism you know and they're even—they already have uh, burning parties, like or book burning parties. Do you remember where this is coming from? Uh, what you know, this has happened before, and then it's usually by the people that say they're anti-fascist. But this is also a good thing. The people that are smart and and work on things—they always think of the name they use, and usually with these names, whether it's Black Lives Matter, Antifa, or. Um, there's a few others were Planned Parenthood, which is here to have, it's not to plan your your family, it's to plan an abortion. Um, so you, you have to look, you cannot just be like, yeah, I, I support Black Lives Matter. But then the organization behind it has more, there's more to it. So you have to do research before you just are like, you know what, I'm supporting this totally. Because basically everybody hates racism. In America too, there's only a few people maybe that wouldn't agree with it. It's not okay. But this counts for everybody. Everybody should be treated equally. And how do you do that? Not to single out a group that you want to put on a pedestal. And that's what a lot of Americans feel like. Just be a patriot. Just love America. And that group is becoming more diverse every day. Hispanics, African-Americans, they all don't want to be part of the cancel America culture because that's basically what it is. They want one big world. They want to cancel the strong America. And then I read this other article. It's, it goes very deep because in America they all want to promote genderless. uh, Kids can change their gender at a very young age. Kids need to look at sexualized images on TV or and then what is China doing? The latest news is like, they're going to make more masculine.
1: What was kids. that Dutch show? with yeah. nude adults in front of children.
0: Yeah, and then they can ask Whoa. questions. That's in the Netherlands. They have a show now where uh, kids can ask people in, that are naked in front of them questions, which is to normalize it. But it's, I don't think. It's it's, it's
1: based on a Dutch saying to ask someone's, somebody's clothes off of his body. That yeah. that just means why, asking a lot why of questions.
0: Do they do it with kids? That's what I don't care. Don't care. Because they w- it,
1: it, th- this is like, f- I I again I don't believe in any conspiracy stuff, but this seems uh, to be pushing in the direction of normalizing nudity of adults in front of children.
0: Yes. Uh, and
1: if it's not, it's just really really disgusting.
0: Yeah, the is also number one. Uh, Um, they have the most, uh, you know, the oldest, the servers, most of the bad, um, I I can't say the words because I don't know if YouTube is going to ban me, but like kids on without clothes on, you know, internet that goes mostly through the Netherlands. So it's another thing that I'm not proud of, of my original country, the Netherlands. Um, but apparently a lot of things from the Netherlands are very extreme. Remember the donor show a few years ago, it was not real, but they wanted to act like someone's going to give, become a donor for someone. It was, you know, they, they always are doing a lot of things very extreme, but, um, so in one side things are, they are being normalized, even though it's not normal and other things that are normal, they're making it look like it's abnormal. This is the crazy world we live in right now. And, um, I don't like it. I just wish everybody could just think and be normal. But what what I was saying before, um, when Derek said about that show is that China is coming out, like we're going to make all our men more masculine because in America, everybody, kids can all need to be soft. Men should cry. Men should be, there's a big war on normalizing feminine men and. To me, it's fine, whatever you want to be, but it's also fine. If you want to be a masculine man, you know, it's uh men. It's which would should be whatever that person wants. But also, I also know that in America now they want to lower the age, the voting age to 16, it was in a vote. I don't know if that is also part of the package that there's so much going on. They're voting their love executive orders in America. It's a little confusing, but one of the things that is. Hidden in one of these packages that they're voting on. is like the voting age on, uh, down to 16 years old. But what I remember from my youth is that I didn't know what I was talking about. And I still sometimes don't know what I'm talking about, but it, I think the border was 27 when I started to realize really forming my opinion and know what I wanted in life. So I'm not uh, really a favor of kids that are just relying on parents that, they can already decide their gender. There's a lot of confusion. And it's if you're a child that likes, uh, you're a girl and you like to play with um, uh, boys' toys, that's fine. And um, it doesn't mean you're transgender, it means that you just like these toys. But you need to be older to realize what you want to do with your life. And I think that they're pushing also this new health secretary, um, Rachel Levine. They want to, I don't know, did did she get confirmed already? They said that she's the assistant health secretary of Biden. Well, transgender, whatever she can decide whatever she wants. She's a doctor. But they also kind of want to talk about medication and stuff for young children.
1: If a kid wants to drink Coca-Cola all day, what do parents do?
0: They tell him not to drink Coca-Cola all day.
1: So if your son asks you, can I cut my penis off? Maybe you should wait a little bit. Yeah, they always t- say no, when you' w- in a couple of years, you'll be old enough to decide when you'll drink Coca-Cola. Maybe do something like that.
0: Yeah, but for some reason they also want to cancel genders. And Coca-Cola is a good one too, because now people are calling for what was the story with Coca-Cola again they I forgot. Can you tell me guys, it's
1: uh, they, ha- they had uh, sort of racism training.
0: Oh yeah, that was it. I spoke about it last week. Coca-Cola has this racism training that's a white privilege and uh, be less white and okay. Very racist, but okay. And then, so I'm not drinking Coca-Cola, but that's my, I'm not going to tell people not to drink Coca-Cola. You do whatever, but I'm like, next time, if I have to make a choice, I go for the one that's not racist, which is Pepsi then.
1: The one I, I I I'm still wondering about is when they are gonna cancel, uh, the 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 uh, lights here, the traffic lights. Why? Because there is a little white guy that tells you oh, to yeah. cross the street. Yeah, Tha- that's the one I'm most worried about at the moment.
0: Yeah, because it's a white light. Yeah, it's um, it's a white walking light. It's not just like other place in the world where it's red and green. It's actually stop uh, sign and
1: Holland has like super woke uh, traffic lights
0: apparently thank you Hank for your first uh, for the su- first super chat today um, Hank says Lonneke did you see that mandatory quarantine as proposed in New York City is now also in the Netherlands also well done on your on interview well thank you so much I was a little nervous in the beginning and I postponed it until I thought I was ready. I wanted to do these live streams first with you. So I, as many, maybe some people don't know, some people know I've, uh, for the past years, you know, I suffer from a few things and I always believe that you're not disabled. You are able to do other things. So I had to get into this, you know, dealing with the things that, that, uh, you know, make me special, more special, which is uh post-traumatic stress disorder and burnout. And so to be a functioning person in society, again, I needed to find my place in the world. And when I started doing live streams, I was nervous a lot. I know the people that have been watching this from the beginning, they remember I had really bad days. I would have anxiety attacks. I even had my friend Maruja come in to do a session with me, which really helped. And, um, So then I thought, now I'm ready once a while to do an interview, but I do have to say the day after I was very uh, tired, but I think it's important to find everybody has qualities, everybody has talent, and I have a story to tell. I have experience here. What really happened? That's not being told in the media. So I'm now reaching out to, um, you know, the outlets that will hear the story and don't want to twist and change it. And this, uh, Dutch new. Broadcasting network is really uh, doing well. They also go to all these protests live. They film from the beginning to end. Nobody does that. This gives us a lot of information, and that's why I liked. Uh, that's why I gave my first interview to them. And I could have gone on for hours, but that's why I we, we have the Lonica Talks channel, so we can um, talk about it. And a lot of people watched it. Share it also with your friends. I'm telling you exactly what happened in America, and also it says. The title for my American friends, Trump supporters are being um, cast like they are domestic terrorists. Like we just talked about that people that families, young women, young men, black people, Spanish people, all these people or Hispanic, they, they are, pe- you know, being put in a corner and said, you are, um, a terrorist basically, which is crazy, but you know, they've been called so many names whether it's deplorable, and now we hear about Biden saying Neanderthal thinking. That was about you know, that certain um, the, the press secretary tried to explain it that, um, that, um, you know, how Biden. Uh, explained it, but remember when Trump said animals uh, like some people are animals that come in uh, that are criminals uh, from Mexico. Well, that was about the criminals, but everybody was upset. But Biden can do no wrong, so they're covering it for him and covering up. But the Neanderthal thinking is another wor- word to to demon demonetize demonize the people that voted for Trump, just because they love America. But I didn't answer your question yet, but I will answer your question. Um, that was just a part about, thanks for the, you know, for, uh, well done on the interview. Uh, about the mandatory quarantine is proposed in New York City is now also in the Netherlands. I, you know, I keep telling people that I don't believe anything anymore, because I looked at the Netherlands, the rules to come into the country. I have to do tests, tw- two tests that are costing me hundreds of dollars, but the people that are excluded that don't have to do tests are prime minister rutte all, um, leaders of all nations in the world, people that have, uh, that are diplomats, people that are politicians. So the ones that make all the rules for the, for the, for the, the ordinary people, they don't have to do tests. And that made me realize there's something else going on. So everybody that's worried or whatever, you, you can be worried about a virus. You can, you should do whatever you want, if you want a vaccine or not, but everything they're doing makes no sense. So either it's very dangerous and they let all these politicians come in without any check and it can bring the virus to the country or this virus is so special that, uh, What are you showing? Oh, this is in America.
1: Yeah, this is uh, travel.state.gov that uh, diplomats and special visa holders are not exempt from testing. In America. Yeah, they just have to do the exact same thing as we do, quarantining, testing, everything.
0: Yeah, but why is it not in the Netherlands? Why are politicians exempt? Even at Trump and all the White House, they even now want to impose $170 dollars uh, per test, if you are a journalist to come into the White House to ask questions, which is also limiting the reach, you know, certain smaller broadcasting networks cannot afford that every day. So it's, they say that that's not okay, that the White House should just take care of it. But everybody needs to be tested here all the time. At least they're trying to be equal for everybody in the level on that part. But it's just to me... When you talk about the Netherlands, I don't believe anything they're putting in place. It's not help at least it's not helpful. It's um hypocr- hypocritical. It's um treating people differently, it's discrimination. So yeah, and also the mandatory quarantine, it's
1: But but how are they going to enforce it? Because in in we we've been in quarantine for 14 days. The the no, nobody checked Nobody knocked on our door, nobody checked in. We didn't have to check in anywhere. Um, and the, when, when you step out of the plane, you still have to go home. So you yeah. have to jump on a train, like public transportation or in a cab or whatever. Luckily we, we already got a car so we, we could isolate ourselves pretty much. Um, but everybody around us was just flaking uh, to put on their mask. So I was like, okay, why, why the hell are we? doing this and why, why are they so strict towards us? The only thing we got was a, a text message asking, asking us, are you quarantining today?
0: Yeah, but you got it. I yeah, didn't you didn't, get it. You
1: didn't get anything.
0: Yeah, but I was the one that was actually doing this as a test. So I wanted to really, even though they didn't test this on me, I really wanted to see what 14 days inside even, you know, I really wanted to know what it was like. Um, so yeah, even though they didn't check on us, I was really like interested to see what it does. And it's really not so great for your mental health. So I really, um, yeah, just being confined. And I speak to people that are confined for over a year because we already, this, what happened this whole, this whole pandemic, it started over a year ago. And peop- some people have been inside, not even going out for an hour to air, like what even prisoners do. No, they have to be inside their room for over a year, especially elderly. Like, how can you survive that without any family friends?
1: Our, our neighbor literally hasn't been out of his room for a year now.
0: Yeah, not the neighbor. Literally, well, he, yeah, he one moved of our out. Ex neighbors. Uh, Ex-neighbors. Yeah. Well, we speak to them, we like to stay it's in contact. inhumane,
1: completely inhumane. Yeah, so there's
0: a lot of inhumanity going on and it's for the bigger... Pro- uh, and the the thing in the Netherlands is, yeah, we have elections coming up and I'm going to talk about it with the Dutch people, my thoughts, but... Um,
1: the only th- thing I would worry about, I wouldn't worry... So, Hank, I wouldn't worry too much about mandatory uh, quarantines like in New York. Um, I would worry about the way they are in... The way they would be enforcing it because... If they just can stop you on the street, ask you for your ID, if you or if you need to carry any papers with you, or whatever, th- that that's really troublesome. If it, if it's the way it's, uh, they're now doing it in New York, just a little bit to scare you and try to make you stay inside. It's not too bad. If you don't want to stay inside, you just go out. Who? It, it, it's it's not the way it should be. It's but not
0: like there's police here no. that's enforcing people to. Um It's not like people are going out. The police is not here. Police, first of all, the police in our neighborhood don't wear any masks. Um, You know, they're very like whatever. But they're not checking on people. Even if you walk too close to each other, they don't... don't Hank
1: just gave an update. It's it's worse.
0: Yeah, to clarify, please search for... Yeah, I remember. So Dirk... You have to research this. It's a designation in the hospital. It's now chosen to lock people up if they're suspected of possibly having COVID. But then again, Mark Rutte is not testing himself, even if he's been in close proximity to people that are. So it's unbelievable. This is, I don't know what they're doing. Uh, It's either they do it on purpose and that's really bad or they're really clueless. Well, if you look at all the other things that happened in the Netherlands, I'm leaning towards being incompetent. But unfortunately, because I cannot believe people are so evil to do this. But isn't
1: this more like the way they do it in Germany? The way they propose to do it in Germany? Because in, I, I I don't think this would ever pass in, in the US. People, are, people would go completely berserk if they do
0: stuff like this. Well, in certain areas, I think they are... Like here, people, everybody walks uh, with a mask because governor Cuomo was on TV explaining why a mask works every day. Nobody talks about everybody does it. Um, so people do things if it's being explained in a good way. So one thing you can also say is that the Dutch politicians are doing a really bad job at getting people to comply. Um, that's why a lot of people in the Netherlands are upset, but in America, um, you see the difference in every state because the governor is in charge in every state. And yes, there are people that are doing these crazy measures, but then you also have a bill that says no mandatory, this no we don't want this. So it's, uh, I think if there's a place in America that this, these things would pass, um, it's in New York, but many other states, no way.
1: California,
0: California, New York. Those are the two states maybe because New Jersey copies everything New jo- New York does. And then we have a few other states, but like even Connecticut, I believe, is opening up everything. No more um, measures in place. Everybody is deciding. You know what? It's time to open up, and maybe. But
1: it's literally suspected COVID carriers. Yes. This yeah. is th- so. So it looks like the 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 whole law has a completely different intention.
0: And. But then, what if people suspect R- Rata has uh, COVID? Does he have to do that? Do can people pull him out of the this prime minister and put him there or Cuomo?
1: But but is this already a thing?
0: In law, I don't know if it's in law. Uh, but you know, they're putting also the, stri- because
1: it states that this is in effect uh, after the day it's published in the uh, what is it in the in the state newspaper. It seems this is published.
0: Yeah, but also other countries are doing these very drastic, uh, inhumane um, measures like New Zealand, Australia. It's it's really, it depends on what kind of government you have. And that's why many people are fleeing New York. They're moving to Florida. We also want to move to Florida because of, we otherwise would stay in New York. And we're also still looking in New York to move out of the city. First of all, New York City is like lost its... Touch if you can travel one point, you it's uh, nice to see where it has gone to, just but you'll be shocked. But just the, uh, the way people want to be free in 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 um states like Florida is what really uh is very attractive. And uh, tomorrow I'm even meeting friends that move to Florida from New York. They probably show up with a 10 and smiling and everything. <laughs> so I'll keep you posted on that. But thanks, Hank, for your support. B-
1: but it states that you can object within six weeks after signing it. So I wonder if s- people objected to this. Who, who, who even looks at this website? Yeah. Th- th- this is so such a severe invasion of not only privacy but just your private life, just your your life in general. That this is something they should at least be talking about in every single media in the country. Yeah,
0: I, it's very hard to realize which, or to find out which media is doing what, and that's part of it. Um, That's why I say this is a war, but it's, you need to inform people. It's the only way what you can do. And for instance, in the Netherlands, they have now elections coming up, but they're also worried about the same things as in America because they have mail-in voting. And I've heard this country has about 17.5 million people and maybe 10 million or 9 million people can um, um, vote. But a big part is allowed now, I think above 70 years old, to vote by mail. But then there are signs that the, the minister says you the, the, the signature doesn't have to match. And even if there's no signature... It, so people are like, yeah, they're, it's going to happen. The same thing as in America that's uh, where Trump was leading and then in the middle of the night, Biden won. But, um, yeah, so people are asking people to watch it and, uh, you know, watch over the counting. And um, I'll keep you posted, my American friends, to tell you what is going on in this country. But it's not only in America that these things happen. It makes people very worried. And all I can say is just, you know, go vote, tell everybody to vote, make the, it's so very difficult because the more people vote, it's harder it is for them to, to, you know, if, if people are want to do something bad, um, it's very hard. So I, because there's more people voting, so they have less votes that they can say, you know, they know how many people are eligible to vote. If most of them go vote, they have a smaller margin they can play with. So... If you think of the worst situation, you just need to hope for the best. But also if everybody votes, it's less chance of fraud. So that's what, what my idea is. S-
1: so in summary of our last conversation, uh, our, our previous topic for all the Americans in Holland, they can now, if, if they suspect you of having COVID, they can lock you up. So th- this, this is stuff that it's not happening here yet. But the people that are in office now have the exact same mindset of the people who introduced this in the Netherlands. So just keep your eyes and ears open because it's very likely that they're going to push stuff like this here as well. And that's and why
0: people want to move to to states that really don't want this. Um, that really want to be independent and not forcing people to do stuff like that, this. And also... It's not even if you believe, you know, what's happening uh, with uh, COVID or you don't like the, I mean, you don't like the approach. It's just that there's human rights. And we always talk about other countries that are, you know, doing bad, but it's really shocking to many people, even to me in this case, that they're going to uh, do these things that are inhumane and against human rights.
1: You don't have to move to China for this because china is moving to you apparently
0: hank i know it was proposed in new york but so far i look at what's happening in the streets and i haven't heard about it um police doesn't enforce it police here is not so crazy about the mayor and the police is more listening you know every the good thing about america is that every uh, city has is in charge of the police and then the state police that's what the governor is in charge of that means that if they have a good governor and they have a good relationship the police will listen more to the governor or the mayor but the the police for the past years that the blasio has been in office they don't like him at all and they will help people still but it's not the same as it was before they just see it as a job but they're not going to enforce people to do things they don't themselves don't wear masks either so
1: other other than the big cities, the the police is very much part of the community. It's it's your neighbor, it's your mom's neighbor. It's just an everyday person that's part of your community. Yeah. And they, people in the city, they just do whatever they're told, apparently. But outside of the city, in smaller towns, they they do not, they don't accept stuff like this. They don't want to wear a mask. They don't want to get a COVID shot. They want have nothing to do with the whole protests that are going on. They, they, the people that we, we talk to, they say, I, 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 I see what's happening. I register it. But, but they should not even even think of doing this in our town because we stand together and this will not be accepted here. And make of that whatever you want. But they are not going to take stuff like that. Definitely not.
0: Yeah, you might, you want to say that if it goes too far, that they would, you know, put their helmets off and stand with the people. like The uh,
1: the police wouldn't accept it and uh, because they are part of the community and the community also wouldn't accept it as a whole. And the police stand with the people in the town. So it's not going to happen there. I don't see them enforcing this. They have to send somebody from a federal police or somebody to enforce stuff like that. Th- they are not gonna accept it. The, the people here in New York city that uh, the, m- the most people that do not wear a mask are New York police, fire department, they don't wear masks.
0: Yeah, that's something I noticed. And then I also have a lot of older friends that have taken the shot, So I'm going to keep my eyes open to see how they are doing. It's their choice if they want to do it. One said, yeah, I want to go back to flying again. And I was like, no. So they they already accept the fact that you can only fly when...
1: No, they feel pressured into taking the shot. They are afraid that if they don't do it, they, they their freedom will be taken away. Yeah,
0: Yeah, which is crazy. It, which
1: is crazy. It's disgusting. The, the, the fact that the government is making people feel that way instead of comforting them and, and providing them with a real solution. Or they're, information. They're doing stuff like this. Yeah. The, uh, I what just what, keep what happens if, if something would happen to somebody? What do you mean? If somebody would take a shot and get get pass away from it.
0: Yeah, that happens. That happens. It happened in New York. It was in the news. Yeah. This man took a shot and then uh, 50 minutes later he walked out and he died. And they said, no, it was comorbidities. There's nothing to do with the vaccine. So, yeah, that's what's in the news. But anyway, it should be a free choice and people feel pressured into it. But um So I'm just following it. If I have to do um, elective surgery, I have to do a test, even though I don't feel any... It's a state order. You have to do a test. Apparently, it's not the one up your nose, but I have to figure it out. If it would be like that, it's uh, I wouldn't. I would then. It's maybe... also
1: not the one up your.
0: No, not the. Okay. Not the one that is all over the news now. That they want if you go to China, you have to do the anal swab. That's not the one either. Um, yeah, it's um, it's a it's a different situation now with with Biden in office and everything being, you know, continuing forced. And I know that Trump was uh, very excited about his Operation Warp Speed and the vaccination. Apparently he, he and Melania got it too in the White House, but he's always said that he was for freedom of choice. Just people want it, I'm just gonna get it. He's more like a solution president.
1: A couple of weeks ago it was, I have a plan for COVID. It's ridiculous that our current president doesn't have a plan. If I am the president, I have a plan for COVID. I will get us out of here. And the only thing we hear now is uh, Nancy. If you need me to ask questions, I'll do whatever you say. That's that. That's the only thing that's left right now.
0: Yeah. Did you see that? That Biden was uh, doing a sp- uh, an online chat with Nancy Pelosi, and then he asked if she, you know, he would answer some question on the press, and then I will just... do
1: whatever you say. Yeah,
0: and they cut off the feed. Yeah, so people in America are wondering, like, who's actually in charge in America?
1: People aren't wondering anymore.
0: Yeah, but it's, I re- want you to do the research. I'm not going to tell you always what I think, because I want everybody to make up their own mind. To, but it's a really weird situation. It really, I think people in America are really relying on their governor. The listen have listen to what you just said.
1: I want people to make up their own mind. And the president is asking somebody else, what do you want me to do? Even he cannot make up his own mind anymore. It's a very scary situation.
0: Yep. Um, What was I saying? Now I lost my... The governors. Oh, yeah. So the governors in America, everybody's relying on the governors. They are more powerful than ever because they can stop something like this or... There's also like Alabama wanted to stop certain Biden bills. It's not like Biden some some signed something into law, and then the states just take it over. No, it, the states have also their own autonomy, and they can uh, make things. If they all vote against the bill of Biden, they can do that. It's um, and then of course I th- see I predict a lot of cases going to the Supreme Court, but the Supreme Court also after what happened after. Um, this month where last month where they didn't want to hear any election case, everybody's a little like, just, I don't know what to do. So all I'm telling people is we have no, I'm here, I live here, but I have no control over anything except my own life. That's why I try to. Every day, just enjoy my life and do the best I can and look for other options in case something happens. And if there's a way that I can help people, inform people, that's what I do. But it's, it starts in a way, everything's being canceled. Just in a way, that's why we get back to cancel culture. It's, everything is being canceled. It's not normal that here in the park, that. um. The, the there has to be continuous police presence next to the Washington, George Washington statues because otherwise people are gonna. Oh,
1: that's gone since since today. Since today, yes, you just they're gone by it. Yes,
0: okay. So for months on end, there has been protection, but maybe we shouldn't say it out too loud. Maybe someone's listening to uh, this uh, podcast and then they go there, but it's um. Yeah. They want to def- deface all the, all these, these George Washington, the first president of the United States, you know, they just don't like anything that has to do with history. And this is also a thing. They go back to slavery. They all think that it has to do with that someone owned slaves and then, but then also black people own slaves. But I already heard that Biden wants to talk about reparations that everybody has to pay. But then people are like who has to pay, how much, to whom? Because who, how do you know that someone was, you know, I have I have never owned slaves. I don't even know, you know, you have to go very far back to see with people if someone owns slaves. And there are still people in the world that own slaves, but they never want to talk about the current slavery happening in africa and other parts of the world i saw that uh, everybody wants to go to the world cup in qatar and there's a lot of stories about people that died in building these uh, stadiums so in the netherlands for instance there's a lot of people saying maybe you shouldn't go there maybe you should actually cancel it Uh, but then there's a reason for it because it's active and it's you know it's uh everything is being questioned these days and the cancel culture, you know what they call the people that are doing this. And then they see this movement, cancel, cancel culture. They're like, no, it's consequence can- culture. It's we cancel you because there's consequences to your behavior. What did Dr. Seuss do right now? What did Mr. Potato Head do? What is the consequence? Mr. Potato Head is just Mr. Potato Head. You know, what did he do? What did he do to you? Nothing. So it's bullshit. It's just a way to 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 make it all okay and make people you know that feel okay that they're doing this. But you get my point. Um, where's the World Cup? Was it Qatar? I don't even. know. I don't know, know but Dubai? if you,
1: if if you Google it, that the feed of Biden ending. The media is like in full defense mode already. Yeah? Because they are like, no, Biden answered questions. It was just a misfire. It was a mistake. Okay, so h- how many how many talks did you do already?
0: I don't know. Like hundreds,
1: hundreds already. Did we ever push a button that made the feed go blank? No. How how much staff do we have here? Not that many. Are we in the White House? Do we have a complete studio here? Well,
0: the walls are wide, but... Um, No, but it's, it's, you can switch it back right away. If you say, no, it's wrong. It's wrong. We need to go back. Biden wanted to answer questions. But
1: apparently something went wrong. It was a virtual mistake. Yes. Full defense mode.
0: I see Vivo. Thank you so much for your support. You say blacks in West Africa sold other blacks into slavery during the transatlantic slave trade. Well, I don't know exactly everything about history, but that's also the story I heard. And I also heard it from actually friends from Africa that uh talking about slave trade they told me this and they also said that in between all the different countries there's a lot of racism and discrimination so he kind of feels that these countries that are all talking about racism they are actually trying to be too woke and there's not really that much if you compare it to other places in the world it's probably the least racist areas but they he
1: suggested people to go to africa to experience it for themselves because it's not like uh, it's not about skin color over there, but it's about uh, tribal. Uh, tribal features.
0: Yes. Um, and I think everybody, oh, um, everybody has and has certain people they like or don't like, and I'm like, there's different opinions, so maybe that person caters to someone else's opinion, but I would never in my sane mind think to to try to go after someone and cancel someone because I believe that karma will always get to people if they did something really bad and uh, it will fix itself and they it will hit them right in the face and I don't have to do anything but some people feel like I need to spend my free day you know you're only living once right you live once you need to live every day like basically you hope it's not your last day but you have to make sure that you go to bed every night and, and feel satisfied what you did that day. And always do at least one nice thing or, um, have something you are grateful for. That's why every day I write down something in my organizer or, um,
1: and then the moment you're dying on your knees in a subway station somewhere in the middle of New York, you die peaceful.
0: Yeah, Derek <laughs> had a near death experience. No, it's super peaceful. When I had a cardiac arrest, so I was asking him like, "How was it? How was it?" Well, you don't really worry about it. But what it, what I'm meaning to tell you is that, um, imagine people being so hateful and having nothing going on in their lives that they spend a day or a few days or their whole life going after people they don't like, and they can't just leave them alone and be like, "You know what? It's." You know, I'm going to focus on positive things in your life. It's a whole negative movement. And um, that's that's what it is. It's a negative move. They don't like it that people like Trump supporters are happy. A lot of them are positive and happy. And they see always there's a reason uh, behind everything happening in their lives. And you need the lows to feel great again. And... Um, even Trump said it, I keep saying this. He said, I, one day I want to lose everything that it looks like I'm losing everything to see who still supports me and then come back from the ashes. So I'm expecting him to do that. He is already on uh, line again. And I want to tell you, you won't find much about him on Twitter, but on gab, they post all his, he has all these statements that he comes out with. And on GAP, his president Trump accounts posts all these things. And I know YouTube doesn't want him back because they say, uh, that there's still violence. Well, his last CPAC speech was not allowed because, but then he didn't call for violence just like he didn't do it to the sixth January. but they just use it as an excuse to keep him banned. Um, nothing violent was said, nothing violent was done. It was a very positive speech. They just don't like him. Okay. They don't like him, but this cancel culture to stop it. There's also people that are doing something else. And we, what the media talks about a lot is a few people in America believe in QAnon. And, uh, I read I didn't really follow this, but I know that people follow conspiracy and if it comes, if I see something, I will read it, but I'm not going to let it affect my mood. I just always make my own opinion because I train myself to just take in all information, absorb it, absorb it, and then digest it. And, you know, um, just make up my own opinion, but because they keep talking to me about these few people, QAnon, like everybody believes that. Apparently, there's still people believing that the capital will be invaded, and there was an be-
1: announcement that well, uh, two days ago there would be uh, armed militia storming the Capitol.
0: Yeah, this is this is actually a conspiracy theory because it n- hasn't happened. Uh, but it keeps saying that, and also they say it to keep all the national guards in okay in Washington. But
1: since everybody is uh, pouring uh, what is it o- oil on the fire. The, I presented my book with pictures from the uh, riots here. Nobody can see th-
0: your points. Oh, His yeah, points. to, to His the His police.
1: I, I gave it to the police to help further their investigation. Um, and then a lot of them opened up to me and they told me that, so this is a couple of months ago before the elections, and they told me, you should get out of New York because if Trump loses or if Trump wins... going to be bad so it's like okay so that doesn't make sense so what's going to happen because everybody was talking about right wing militia blah 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 the police they had the real information and they were afraid of left-wing militia so what what's the real story you you're not going to tell me that the police that they aren't informed well Uh, to to keep the public safe. They were talking about left militia, not about right militia. Right, yeah. So just go to the police if you have questions. Try to figure out what they are looking for during those days. They had never talked about right-wing militia.
0: Yeah, and then some people that watch all the CNN and stuff, they are like, no, I'm really afraid of these people. And then I'm like, look around, did anything happen? Was there any Trump supporter anywhere that you saw here that burned down something? They don't do that because they love America. They don't want to burn down buildings. They want to actually do it and make it do well. And that's the difference. But, um, they are keep saying, they keep saying that something's going to happen in Washington, make people afraid and put all these national guards up, even though nothing happens and it's sounding like a conspiracy theory. So, um, Jack Posobiec. He's on Twitter and I I like to follow him. He also uh, is always uh, going everywhere to uh, see things for himself. And he talked about this urban dictionary that there's now this new phenomenon put in the urban dictionary called Blue Anon. So instead of QAnon, we talk about Blue Anon. And uh, it says a loosely organized network of Democrat voters, politicians, and media personalities who spread left-wing conspiracy theories such as the Russia hoax, Justice Smollier hoax, Ukraine hoax, Covington Kids hoax, and Brett Kavanaugh hoax. Blue and on adherents ferv- fervently believe that right-wing extremists are going to storm the Capitol Hill any day now and remove lawmakers from office, hence the need for the deployment of thousands of National Guard stations at the U.S. Capitol. Um, yeah, so they are making it now, they're now using the same tactics um, and calling them out. And what the media, why things, what a, what a propaganda technique is to repeat things and repeat certain words. I also know a lot of journalists, They when they have an item and they want people to understand it, they come up with a new term that resonates with people and people keep remembering it. And um, I'll talk about this also in Dutch because there are a few people that the Dutch people know that uh, that do this very well. Even though some stories are truthful and others, I'm like, mm, I'm not so sure. So you always need to just look at it with your own eyes and your own mind and own opinion. But uh, some are really good at it, and that's how they have a lot of success. And if you know, keep talking about blue and on with everybody. Oh, these conspiracy theories of Blue on it's so dangerous. Which it is, because the Jesse Smollier hoax was a few years ago. Remember when he said he was being um, lynched by mega people? Two mega people it turned out to be two Nigerian men that he met at the gym, apparently. Um, yeah, so that is the story. I don't know if there's going to be a court case or not with that, but also with the Covington kids hoax. Remember that story with this young 50-year-old kid that apparently was being very mean looking at this uh, and 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 uh, challenging this uh, Indian-American, American Indian.
1: But didn't Obama already wave his magic wand to set uh, Jesse Smollett free? You mean Obama? Yeah, the, it, didn't he have something to do with that? It, that when when, no, when they, they were said investigated? The, the, the
0: story is, I believe that Kamala Harris and Cory Booker both had a lynching... Um, Bill that they want to be in signed into office, and some said that 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 Justice Moyer is a friend of her, and that uh, that's the, the story that people talk about. That she was also talking about how great he is and everything. So, um, if then an actual lynching happens, then you can use that for your bill. That's what people think now, maybe it has to do with each other, I don't know. I'm just here to tell you what people talk about. And um, yeah, so now it's good that they're using the same tactics against them. Like now we have this thing we can call. Every time they talk about this conspiracy with people thinking that they're going to storm the Capitol, it's blue and on. So yeah, that's how another way to go against the cancel culture. Either do the same tactics and go after, do the same thing as what they do. Because apparently if you're just starting to be nice, they take away everything, everything you liked. Uh, but then take away the things they like, you know, the books they like to read. And if there's a you know, make up a reason to do the same. Just ask for the same treatment. That's what you see happening now. And then these companies will be like, Oh my god, what's happening? What's happening? Because now both sides, everybody's complaining about everything. Maybe that's what America needs right now, that people stand up for their rights and be like, No, this is not okay. I still believe that everybody should just—if you like Black Lives Matter, just go ahead, hang out with them, talk to them. I like people like Candace Owens who does not stand uh, behind Black Lives Matter. And just
1: just after the riots here and the looting in Soho, yeah, they were uh, bordering up all the all the windows and all the doors, and uh, th- they were uh, painting murals all over. Do you remember that? Yes. And. I was sitting outside and most of them were like hippie types, uh, a lot of uh, Black Lives Matter supporters. And I was just sitting outside taking pictures, uh, uh, shooting some video. And somebody sat next to me. He was also a uh, Black Lives Matter supporter. And we had a very good, constructive conversation. About what? About everything, literally everything. And we agreed pretty much on everything. And he, end, he ended like, uh, I really have to, oh, we had such a nice conversation. I'm so fed up with all those Trump people. I really want to kill all of them. I was like, what the hell? So I am on, uh, politically on the completely opposite spectrum of that guy. We had a great conversation. We agreed on everything. And still he ended on the note that if he knew what political preference I would have, he, he would like to kill me. What? it's it doesn't make any sense. It's only polarization. We, we are most people are on the exact same page. The only people that are on a different page are the politicians.
0: yeah, yeah. they make you hate each other, which is not normal. You shouldn't hate each other. You should hate the people that. Make you hate other people. And I see one comment from Hank saying, fighting censorship with censorship is counterproductive. The authoritarians will use it as an excuse to just censor across the board. You have a point there. That's why I think that this is, um, you know, it's whatever you make of it. If you feel like what I feel mostly is cancel, just this whole cancel culture movement. What's wrong with... With uh, Gina Carano speaking her mind, this actress that was uh, that had to leave the Mandalorian movie. Uh, what's wrong with like people like her? Just you know, just why are you canceling people just because they have a different opinion? And why are you canceling toys? Toys? Why are you? You don't force things on people. That's what you see with this side that they force things on people. And it's funny, I see Kun saying it's time to bordering up the tafel, but I also heard you said bordering up. I was like, you mean boarding up? <laughs>
1: boarding up, yeah.
0: Um,
1: just if if they cancel something, put some effort in it to just go after it to learn about it. If they cancel a book, uh, if they cancel a movie, make sure you watch it. Yeah. There are many. Like also growing up, uh, uh, history classes, there are many books that they say it's terrible, they make you afraid of it, it's a bad, uh, books are the books that are banned, and you don't even dare to read them or touch them. So look for them, read them, learn from them. If you are not a bad person, it'll not influence you in a bad way. No. Those, there, there are some books that are banned, they have been written by very sick people, throughout history but it's still worth looking into it because stuff that is happening now is the same stuff as they wanted to do and it's almost like that is the reason why they are why they try to ban those books because they don't want you to see that the shit that they are pulling is the same stuff as what they did uh, in the past
0: yeah it's really terrible I see Kun is saying something funny. He says, Dirk is always hungry right about now. You're right, but I was not feeling well. And Dirk made me the best uh, pasta bolognese. And I had to like get a a second uh, round of it. And it makes me, you know, sometimes we have food. And food is really important, right? And you should be thankful and grateful every day. And the simple food that you're mother would cook or your father, or in this case, Derek, just a simple, really nourishing meal can make you feel much better. And, um, I'm all about self-care. So make sure that you keep doing that, that you take a little bit of time to make sure you eat good food. Um it's it you know the, it really love goes through the belly and yeah takeout is great but nothing tastes as good as when you make it yourself. I don't know what it is if I cook myself it doesn't taste as good as Dirk cook so I'm basically hoping Dirk will cook most of the time. But um we try to uh, to uh, share it equally. And depending on well, who is doing what. With like the em-
1: emphasis on try, right? Yes. No, yes. but
0: I've been cooking too. But it just, you know, when you cook certain things, it tastes better. And maybe you have that too with me. Maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. You always eat my food. So so we're fine right now. We d- we're not hungry. Dirk, you're not hungry. Or are you always hungry?
1: No, I'm not necessarily hungry.
0: Um, Talking about uh, food, I... So this post by, uh, Benny on the block, you might know him, Benny Johnson, a funny commentator news. He's, I think he's on Newsmax and he posted this thing with Trump and his, he loves McDonald's right. And burgers and he's already 74 and he's doing fine. And, um, it's a president Trump diet. And I was thinking of Derek cause yesterday in the past days he wasn't feeling good and his stomach was hurting. So. He's like, I'm going to eat a burger. You know, he likes bear burger. If I don't
1: feel well, I go on the President Trump diet and it fixes it instantly.
0: It is so weird with him. But I also have to say that, uh, especially with uh, this burger joint that we go to or we order from, that's, that's the, you know, it doesn't... It, it's kind of like healing, so... It's funny that sometimes what people say is a bad thing, but for you it apparently works.
1: But I still think we need to create a whole show around it. Because everywhere we go, we try the burgers. It doesn't matter if it's like a a, a established fast food chain or a mom and pop store. We try burgers everywhere. And I know it's a little corny and everybody's doing it. But still, I think it's worth it.
0: Well, for me it's funny because I've always been vegan and vegetarian. So for me, it's like a whole new world. I had McDonald's for the first time in twenty years. Uh recently in the Netherlands, we were in the middle of nowhere and um What's the was the only not- thing. There was the only thing. And I was like, Oh my god, this fish filet, oh my god. And I was like, Dirk and then
1: So bad.
0: Yeah, so it's funny because Dirk has different tastes and um, yeah, it's just, uh, these, the, it really is memories from your childhood. So that's, I love memories and maybe other people look at certain things that it's racism or that it's bad or whatever, but it's all about how you experienced it. It's the intention. And, uh, well, with food, I just, I don't know if it's really specifically the food or more, more that you know, as a family we would go out, that was going out to dinner, was going to McDonald's, especially because... I grew up, uh, you know, we didn't always have a lot of money, so uh, that was already a treat. And in America, you have all these places. So the moment you decide I'm gonna eat meat again, a whole world opens up again. Um, and then you're like, okay, well, let's try everything. Let's try everything. So that's what. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Kun says you're ruining the subject. No, it's sometimes nice. It's like see it as a intermezzo, as a commercial or not a commercial, but. You know, I'm just saying my experience of food.
1: It's a meat commercial.
0: Yeah, and someone says also with Wiener Schnitzel on the German autobahn. Yeah, it's sometimes it's just these things that just are like meatballs in the Netherlands. When we used
1: to go to a shoe fair. We always would take a bratwurst in yeah. Germany.
0: It's part of memories. It's making the, the memories. hot
1: dogs at Euro Disney Paris. But, oh my God. Uh,
0: what else are we talking about? Yeah, if you wa- so, I want to say if you want to follow President Trump a little bit, what he's doing, go to Gab. They uh, keep everything he's saying on one place. And
1: uh, the last comment sounds very close to the dish your sister made.
0: <laughs> you want no? <laughs> yes. That's for something with uh, uh,
1: fish sticks and rice. I
0: think everybody. I think everybody has a different favorite dish to think about one of my favorite dishes but it also depends on your mood and how you feel it's sometimes just nourishing just simple things just not talking about every day but just you need it sometimes and we also need you know with everything going on we are still living creatures and we need to eat and we need to drink and we need to talk and we need we're all going through everything going on together
1: talking about food like the restaurants it it, today is Saturday so it's brunch day yeah they were Backed. Yeah. Inside. Yeah. yeah Everywhere. are
0: already. So every weekend here, it's very busy during the day. People going out, shopping. Um, it's like people crave going out. And then the place they want to go to is Soho. So this is the place that has been, where everything else was empty and quiet. This has seen a lot of traffic. And, um, yeah, it's... Uh, you see some stores open, opening, a lot of them close. Of course it's, um, yeah, it's, it's a strange time in our lives and we need to just talk to each other and keep, cause if you like these people that are so hateful of Trump and this canceling everything, they are in such a mindset that it makes them some go crazy. Right? So we have to be the opposite and keep talking to each other and put things in perspective and be more sane and more calm and just talk about regular stuff in life too otherwise you go crazy
1: M- most people really don't care about it most no. people just want to be left alone they're just especially in new york the, the most vocal and and the most vocal people they are cre- trying to create a narrative they are screaming fire in the in the parks and in the streets People want to be left alone.
0: Yeah, most people. But in New York, we're right in the center where it all happens. There was also a Trump gathering yesterday. I missed it. I didn't know it was going on. They were walking around with huge flags with Trump 2024 and another big flag of Nancy Pelosi ripping up the Constitution. Um,
1: but did they announce it anywhere? Because
0: I missed it. So Yeah, maybe because a while didn't...
1: ago they announced one, but, yeah, but I didn't see w- anything now.
0: No, so I missed it. It's just... I don't know, 100, 200 people or something, but still, you know, they dare to go into New York City and do this. But yeah, it's, everybody has a different opinion on a lot of things and it's very polarized in America. But I try to stay calm and just live my own life and tell you what's going on. But the cancel culture is crazy, That that is going on. And the other thing I want to say. This is a funny thing that we talked about. Vaccines and everything. I read an article that the Pfizer CEO. Hasn't even received his shots. Yet. And that's why he cannot fly to Israel. Because Israel is very strict on everybody getting their shots. But then he had to cancel his trip. Because he didn't get it. He was like I'm waiting for my own turn. A lot of people say that. right? A lot of people know not testing. Because they don't have any. Signs of illness, even though everybody else has to. So yeah, that, that is just a, the double standard and the hypocrisy and just, uh, people are questioning themselves and that's what's called gaslighting. So make sure they cannot gaslight you, that you are not questioning yourself. You are on the right track. You are doing your own research. You know what's going on. Try to inform people. That's all you can do. If you see something that's had crazy happening, film it. Send a video if you have any questions or stories you want to share with me. I'm reading all the, I'm really behind this week was very, very, um, I've been very busy the past weeks, but I'm reading all your emails on tips at Lonica.com. So T I P S at my first name, Lonica.com. And, uh, just want to hear, you know, if you know, or you want to show me a certain video I should watch, you know, I, I, I read everything. I'm really thankful. And Dirk already showed my merchandise. It's a great way to support me and also to talk about, you know, to, to, you know, show people that this is not what we want. We don't want cancel culture. And I'm thanking everybody that already did. Other ways to support me is below the video. I want to thank you for listening and talking. We'll do this more often. The Dutch people, or if you are not Dutch, you want to learn Dutch. Tomorrow is my Dutch live stream very much about the Dutch elections and uh, wish you well this I wish you a very good Saturday night hope to see you soon bye bye
1: bye bye